Welcome to Rise with Dina and Becca. This is your weekly dose of mood-boosting morning banter. Where we also discuss real-life shit. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of our heads together. And we're back. We're back. There we go. <laughs> we are here. We are Half queer. <laughs> Half queer duo. I'm living for it. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Yay! It's fucking June. What the actual hell? You know, it's funny because I feel like now that we live on permanent vacation, like usually Memorial Day weekend is the unofficial kickoff to summer. And right. in New York, like we looked so forward to this weekend yeah. because it was like fucking finally. And now it's just like, Oh, it's just another oh, wait, day. It's just another day. Because it's perpetual summer. <laughs> um, Thanks, Southern Florida. Thank you. But um, guys, welcome welcome back. Sorry we're a little bit late, but you know we need to give ourselves a day off as well, and we're not yeah. usually very good about that. This is true. We're late to our own party, so to speak, <laughs> for good reason. And um, I think, I don't know about you, but like living down here, my, my brain has just gotten a little foggier just because I float around and just like, you know, I don't, I don't focus necessarily as well as I, I used to in New York, and... Um, um, we forgot to put our social media handles <laughs> in our last episode. Oops, so. and I'm sure you guys were all waiting patiently <laughs> to know how to follow us on the social medias. Dean? Well, I mean, you guys really want to follow us if you don't already because we just put up a code for 50% off of our favorite new accoutrement for the bedroom. Oh, my sweet From heaven. Bush. From Bush. <laughs> you guys get on our page and get that discount because you will not be sorry. That is a huge, huge. discount for yeah. the gift that keeps on giving. So, you guys, treat yourself. Um, so, our Instagram for Rise is at Rise with Dina, Dina and Becca. Becca. And I'm at Dina Ivis. That's D-I-N-A-I-V-A-S. And I'm at Becca Pace. B-E-C-C-A-P-A-C-E. Formalities out the way. Uh, and I'm, I'm really fucking pumped about this topic. Um, I So we discovered or rediscovered a singer from the 90s who it's, I mean, I loved her back in the day, mm-hmm. but I just haven't listened to her music in so long. And our friend, Randa Lee, who is like the quintessential boss bitch. And when I say bitch, she's not bitchy. And no. that's kind of like the theme of this episode. But she told us about this documentary um, that is a documentary about the singer Pink. Pink. Fucking Pink. Badass. Such a badass. Um, I don't even know where to begin, but. It, like, glimmer, it's. Isn't it amazing to just be reintroduced to like nostalgic memories of what actually influenced you when you were younger and you didn't even realize how much she was influencing your life? Totally. Like seeing this documentary and being like, oh shit, I listened to her music all the time in high school and even into college. And that's the cool thing about music is that it kind of undermindedly in a way like influences your life for whatever that music is speaking about so rediscovering her has just kind of like sent us into a tizzy in a good way and it it's still everything she sings still resonates and that's why her hits are still hits 20 years later Mm -hmm. she's selling out Wembley Stadium in Europe like it's just Mm mind-blowing and and concerts you guys by the way like shit is back open and praise be to that because we always talk about this how just seeing live music is just so inspiring it really and is. powerful and yeah. we miss it so much um so pink as soon as you start touring again maybe because we gave you this little plug you're like give us some backstage passes or something but seriously like I would I she's one of those people like 
like if David Bowie was still alive, for instance, that if I met her in person, especially after seeing this documentary, yeah. I would fall to my knees, yeah. like bow down. Like she's just in so many ways an incredible individual that I didn't know until we watched this documentary. I mean, you kind of had a feeling that she was a really decent human being because throughout her career, she's never conformed. She's always been true to herself. Yes. And she even like put lyrics into some of her songs, not to bash the other artists of like the 90s, but like to almost do this thing to highlight the fact that she was always compared to these other right. female singers, for instance, and how she was, you know, never going to be like that. And that was okay. I love that about her. And like you nailed it when you said non-conforming because like, you know, she's always had this like short haircut and mm -hmm. she's always kind of had this like rebellious almost yes, attitude. Yeah. Like at, exactly. And she's not shy about it in the least bit. And she's gotten a lot of flack because of it. You yeah. know, she's, you know, I mean, she, she is so supportive of the LGBTQ community, but you know, she herself is straight, mm -hmm. but she bashes all the societal norms of being a straight woman. Like she proposed to her husband, you guys, did Which you is, know that? I actually did know that. And I didn't know much about like dirt biking or anything like that, but I knew that he was like, <laughs> the it guy back yeah, in the Carrie day. Carrie Hart, by the way. If you don't know who Carrie Hart is, look him up. He's also super cool. He, he seems like such a nice guy. And obviously yeah. they've got this super balanced relationship with masculine and feminine energy in both roles as yeah. parents and as, um, as being like really famous individuals in their craft. It was interesting that he was saying, you know, being a man who is, he's even admitted like he was a, a big fish in a small pond yeah. and seeing his wife as this super celebrity who not only is like incredibly talented but is a freaking great human being on top of it all and kind of like taking a step back and letting her live this like glory life which is also kind of nice about their whole relationship in that it doesn't have to be the man does this the woman does exactly. this it can be both and that I think is why they've been so good and so um you know, successful in their relationship all these years later. They're like still so in love, which is so amazing to see. And she mm -hmm. says in the documentary how like it, she still feels like those butterflies that she felt like, you know, what is it, 15 or whatever years yeah. ago, which is just to be able to say that is so rare. And I think that one, one of the main reasons is because there isn't that power play mm -hmm. of jealousy. Like he allows her to shine and be like on top of the world. And he's just in the background supporting her and like t being a great dad, taking care of the kids. She's also a fucking bomb ass mom, by the way. I don't know how she does it. And when you watch this documentary, you'd be like, where does she get this energy? Yeah. I don't know if she's an Aries. I don't think she is, but she pretty much is because she has so much energy. She's in, it's insane. But, but to kind of piggyback on your, on him being a support, the support of each other is actually what makes each other get even higher on the totem pole, if you will. Exactly. So if you don't have that support system and you don't feel, especially the person that you love most, like by your side and kind of uplifting you and keeping you in this like good space, then it doesn't matter how good, how talented and how amazing you are, things are not gonna be as fluid and as easy, if you will, 
um, if you don't have that partner kind of backing you up. Totally. And the partner doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. Were you just going to say that? You literally <laughs> just took the words out of it because that's what we do now because we're becoming the same person, you guys. We literally finish each other's sentences. We think the same. I'm going to dye my hair blonde. Just kidding. <laughs> By the way, your eyelashes look amazing. Oh my God, I just have to you. give a quick shout out to your eyelash lady. Oh my God, thank you, Michelle. We'll do a shout out to her. She lives in our building and she came over and gave me lashes yesterday. They look incredible. Thank you. So. I feel like a million bucks. Now I feel like a boss ass bitch. As you should as because you are but like but you're right and it's like if if I didn't live with you this past eight months I don't know where my business would be and Same. you know so you literally are the carry heart to <gasps> my little heart oh, um, because like you are constantly just keeping me motivated um, so. I, I have to say the same thing about you you know we have our days you guys where we're just in our heads and quite frankly oh, yeah. prior to like recording this episode I've been like really in my head about a lot of things because you know, when you're your own boss now and you're working for yourself, obviously it's very fulfilling and very rewarding, but with that comes, you know, risk and so fear risk. of like not being successful and how can I support myself and all these things. And so, yeah. you know, even though we're not celebrities like Pink, her being an inspiration and kind of opening up our eyes to like, oh my God, she can handle so much. And not only that, she's inspiring her, her fans, but her team, her team, she treats them so well. And I just think it's like, it, it's, we were just saying before, if you have this inclusiveness in whatever it is that you're doing, you have a positive outlook and you treat the people that are surrounding you with respect and with, you know, that support that, that Carrie gives her, then you all of a sudden have created this like safe space for people to feel welcomed and inclusive and they're never going to want to stray. They're never going to want to stray and they're going to want to give you their fucking all. Like, and mm -hmm. you can see, like mm -hmm. you see them like rehearsing and you know, as a performer, right. I don't, I mean, you know, I performed as a gymnast and stuff and that was very grueling, but like the level that these people are performing day in and day out, but they're killing it because she inspires them to literally give their all. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's a testament to her. Totally. You know, because that, I mean, you can speak to it, I'm sure, how grueling, like, auditioning is and rehearsals. Well, she mentioned something in the documentary and having been, you know, in the theater world for so many years, and my, that's what I went to college for, that's what I originally moved to New York City for, was to pursue that passion. And I can tell you guys, you have to have the thickest skin. Yeah, I'm sure. And you have to be able to bounce back because... 98% of the time you're going to get rejected, you're going to hear the words no, and you're constantly going to be in your head about, oh my God, why am I not good enough? What did I do wrong? Yeah. When in the grand scheme of things, and now looking back, being out of that world, it's probably just because, oh, she's an inch too short, or her hair is not the right color, or... Things you, you know, can't control. You can't control. Yeah, and, and it you doesn't take away from your talent. It, that's exactly it. And But what Pink was saying is, she nailed it right on the head, you know, even being a big celebrity like herself, it doesn't mean that she hasn't gone through that audition process. And so she knows what her singers and her musicians and her backup dancers have had to go through That's to it. get to this point. That's it. And so to wrap them up into her arms and embrace them and be like, yo, you're not going anywhere. You're going to be on the stage with me until we're all 80. Right. And how freaking inspiring is that? Because we live in a society where like, we praise teenagers and 20 years year olds and it's like well your life has ended exactly when you re you know when you get basically into your prime and especially in like the world of the arts mm -hmm. you know what i mean like singing right. and, and actors like you hit like an expiration date like sometimes when it comes to your age yeah. you know and pink is 40 fucking one uh, right and she looks 
better than ever. She, I, you have to speak to this because I can't even begin to wrap my head around how this is even possible. You guys, I don't know if you've ever seen like any footage of her performing, and she does these incredible aerial arts acts. Did she do it at like one of the like a Grammys? She did. She did, she did it at the Grammys or the VMAs or something mm-hmm. or both. Who knows? But she literally like hangs from these silks, and she's like hundreds of fucking feet up in the air at some of these stadiums. Like, she's like not no even fear. In. No, she's not. It's all her strength, and she's a fucking powerhouse, and she's belting out, and it's not. It's not a track. She's singing live. I mean, I can just attest to this. Yes, that shit is hard <laughs> AF. And I can like say, even like, even not upside down. Even not upside <laughs> down. I mean, you know, anyone who's in the musical theater world or who understands it knows that you're probably going to be singing and dancing at some point on stage during a show. It just is what happens. And you have to have endurance. You have to have, yeah. um, you know, lung strength. And not only that, but it's like, it's hard to like hit the notes and yeah. to hit them and to find out how your body's going to work. And it takes so much practice and so much rehearsal to build up to that point where it's like, okay, I can physically do that, but I was never lassoed into any damn thing. (laughs) I did audition once for Tarzan when it first came out on Broadway. I was called back for Jane back in my prime. (laughs) And we had to get up into like a harness and like swing across the stage and do things for one of our callbacks. Why am I getting slightly turned on right now? (laughs) (gasps) Should we go get our bushes? (laughs) Our Empress too? Because it's just, I feel like that role is just like very primal. Like, you know, it's just like Tarzan, like clubbing someone, dragging them by their hair. Like, let me be Jane Tarzan. I was so close, you guys. It was me and five other girls. And of course I didn't get it. So I was again disheartened and went and had a glass of wine after my callback. Um, but yeah, it's very difficult. But I think what another cool thing about pink and, and artists alike, but even people who are not necessarily 18 or 20 or whatever, it doesn't matter. Age literally doesn't matter. It can, it's a mindset first and foremost. And then it's like, Hey, I've never done this before. And I really want to do this. So the only thing stopping you is probably you. Definitely. And, 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 and just feeling like you have to conform to certain things in society, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, Oh, I'm this age. So that means like, I can no longer do X, Y, and Z. I can only play the mom, you know, or I'm supposed to be at this chapter in my life when it's like, you could still be a mom. You could still be a performer. You could still own your own business. Exactly. You can do it all if if you you want to. Yeah. And you have to fucking believe that you can. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it, this is such a good segue because, so she has a son and a daughter, her son, oh my God. he's two years old. He's so freaking smart. cute and smart. So much personality and energy. <laughs> it's like clear that like, he's like a mini pink. She is. Um, and then her, her daughter Willow is, I want to say she's like 10 or 11, right? She's like, I a, think there's like a, maybe a four or five year age gap between yeah. the two of them. So yeah, that might be right. Um, mm-hmm. and just how like so we actually, we, we saved this clip from, I don't know if you guys heard her speech. She won a, a Vanguard award, which is like a very prestigious award. Uh, Pink won it for, you know, her incredible legacy and career. And she gave this speech about her daughter. Um, and I just wanted to play like, I wish we could play the whole thing. I know, but I think but copyright. Copyright, we can't. So we're just <laughs> going to play a quick little snippet. And then I want to read what she said after that. Um, so let's just do this. I love it. Crank up the volume. Crank right. up the volume. Technology. I See, know, technology. This is where we need the children. Okay. I'm the ugliest girl I know. And I said, huh? And she was like, yeah, I look like a boy with long hair. And my brain went to, oh my God, you're six. Why 
where is this coming from? Who said this? Can I kick a six-year-old's ass? <laughs> when, so when she was speaking for her daughter, her daughter came to her one day and said, you know, I'm so ugly. I look like a boy. That's what they tell me in school. Mm. And so she continues on to say that, so Pink went home and created this PowerPoint presentation <laughs> with all her fucking free time, you know? I don't understand. It takes us like a whole day just to like write an email, like for our newsletter. <laughs> and she's like, just, I'm just going to make a quick whip up, a quick PowerPoint. <gasps> And, oh um, my god. And so here's like a little bit of a snippet of what she said. So, <clears throat> so, I really want you to know why you feel this way about yourself. And she said, her daughter said, Well, I look like a boy. And I said, Well, wh what do you think I look like? And she said, Well, you're beautiful. And I was like, Well, thanks. But I said, When people make fun of me, that's why they use, that's what they used to say. They'd say, I look like a boy, or I'm too masculine, or I have too many opinions, or my body is too strong. Mm. And then she says, and I said to her, do you see me growing my hair? And she says, no, mama. I said, do you see me changing my body? No, mama. Do you see me changing the way I present myself to the world? No, mama. Do you see me selling out arenas all over the world? Yes, mama. Mm. Like, hell yes. Like, how she fucking said, inspiring. I'm playing it again. There she is again. There she is. <laughs> how do we work? Okay, there we go. Too many things going on at once over here. Um... I love that. And honestly, I feel like not only is she role, a role model to just everyday people like us, but she's such an inspiration, I would feel, like for other moms out there who I can't even imagine the feeling of overwhelm and the feeling of like not living up to certain expectations. And then to be able to like juggle all of that and to be a positive role model for their children's lives, it's like... It's got to be hard when society's kind of clubbing down on you to say, you, you know, your kids have to play with these toys and they have to go to these schools right. and learn all this stuff when it's kind of like, you know, I'm, she homeschools her kids too. It's just... And she even said, didn't she say something like it's the experience of the world that's going to teach them about life? Yeah, well, that's, she takes them on tour and, you know, she, she's like, you know, I struggled with the idea of like, should I be taking my kids on tour because, mm -hmm. you know, they're missing out on stuff, but... They're not. They're becoming so much more worldly and yeah. experiencing so many different cultures and just, you know, I think that that is just, like, you can't teach those lessons you in can't. a book, you know? And quite frankly, not every kid <laughs> has those opportunities. Has those opportunities. But, I mean, I almost feel like we could, this is a whole other subject we're going into, but like, you know, schools... I feel like it would be very beneficial just to open up like an extracurricular thing as a class to just experience something like that. Like not necessarily a concert, but to like right. get outside of the classroom once a week right. to like experience whatever. I mean, we yeah. used to do this. I don't know if you did this in school really, really briefly. Like I, I think it was my science class. Like it was like the highlight of my life because I hated being in the classroom. I, ha I hated looking at a textbook. I couldn't absorb the information because right. like us you and I are the same we're like very hands on learners very, yeah. and so I feel like I, to be acclimated like thank god Pink is doing this because you know it's not that's another thing that's not necessarily accepted oh they have to be in school they have to do all these things but to like branch out of that and inspiration and be an inspiration for her kids to be themselves and to like experience life outside of a classroom is amazing that was a huge tangent that maybe didn't circle back but yeah I mean I think you were gonna talk about how you would get out of the classroom yeah. and stuff and like you know it reminds me of I mean I was older at this point but in college I studied abroad and like that was just such like an eye-opening and I think in that semester that I was abroad I got so much more out of school 
and I actually did, I didn't do much school, let's be real. I was like out <laughs> doing shit. But, you know, like just life experience is just, like you but said, that's, that's life, how you learn. Though. Exactly. Because when you get out of school, life is waiting for you and you're not prepared. Right. And that's why so many people go into these careers. They're like, oh shit, I actually don't want to do this at all. Right. And <laughs> then they get to their 30s or 40s or 50s even and they're like, having this aha moment like yeah. is it too late for me to now exactly do what I really love yeah and it's, it's not <laughs> it's really sad and like how lucky and blessed are we that we even have those options at our fingertips and like one thing that you know we did want to mention in this podcast is you know another thing about pink it's that circles back to kind of like something that we're working on together mm -hmm. is that she gives back to so many charities and believe me if I had thousands and thousands of dollars just sitting in the bank like you know and that, that's it doesn't matter but I'm just saying like oh, you know yes. she, of course she has more means and more right. of a platform right. to, to do good but we all can do good in our own in ways. our own ways and you know there's so many children out there who had their innocence stolen from you know whether it was like growing up in a rough like household or having a terminal illness or whatever it is and um our amazing friend Randy who we always talk about is a boss bitch as well and she coordinated yeah. this um, event that we're so proud to be a part of this global fitness and wellness virtual event that kicks off on Sunday, uh, Saturday, Friday night actually Friday night, she's yeah. teaching the like inaugural class and mm -hmm. then we're hopping on and teaching a class on Saturday um, and all of the benefits go to this incredible cause called Sunrise which creates these summer camps for kids with cancer where they can just go, go to summer camp and be kids and play outside and experience yeah. all of those amazing things that they might not get to experience all the time when they're you know having to deal with cancer treatments and things like that and we're we're so grateful this is it, this is like the first one of the of its kind and it's again this is like another silver lining of this virtual world we find ourselves in yeah. in that we can Randy can coordinate this incredible event to have multiple instructors teaching all weekend long and those of you you know who can either participate in class or not are able to experience a plethora of classes if you if you want to or you just donate to a really amazing cause and we give back to kids and we give back and it just feels good to give and it, then it feels great because we're lucky to be in professions that give back so much to us every single day mm -hmm. you know and even though like you know we financially got a little bit squashed from the pandemic you know we're rebuilding yeah and it just feels really good to you know be focusing on our own businesses and rebuilding that at the same time also giving back you know to something like this that yeah. has just incredible impact um so Completely. if y'all don't have anything to do on saturday morning i'm teaching a class um at 9 30 a.m eastern standard time um and yours is right um, after I yeah think, right, right after at 11 a.m eastern standard time and you guys we have we'll link it up in our um our both our personal instagrams and also our rise so that you guys have the opportunity to click to donate if you can't take class yeah. but come to take class come take class like it's also going to be i know i'm speaking for myself like i'm going to make it a little bit more basic I am um, in terms well. of my, just because, you know, people are going to be tuning in from all over the world. That's mm -hmm. my hope. Um, mm -hmm. And people have never taken classes with us before. So, um, and there should be no intimidation factor because that's not how we teach anyways. Right. Even when we teach, you know, we're inclusive guys, very. we create a safe space and everybody's welcome. And you know, it's one of those things to kind of go back to starting, starting today. You know, it's one of those, if you've had a dialogue and you've been like, Oh my gosh, 
I want to give back to a good cause, check, check. Oh, I've wanted to take a class with Dina, check, check. Oh, I wanted to take a class with Becca, check, check. This is an opportunity to just kind of like jump through and just give it a try. Give it a try and not be afraid of what's on the other side because we're here to catch you and to support you. And, um, and we're all giving back in such a positive way together. And that's, that's, um, irreplaceable. And I think that that's how I felt after watching this documentary it was like super <laughs> emotional know, because yes. just seeing how, like what she's create, what pink has created. And I feel like we're going to get a little bit of a taste of that when we teach this class for such an amazing cause. Like I already know I'm going to cry. Oh, I already telling, <laughs> I was telling my students that this past Saturday, the like next week's classes for this foundation. And we both have built like playlists that kind of, you know, mirror the the whole the whole feel of what we're doing absolutely and um you know how music can affect us so much clearly we're like we've been listening to pink like literally on repeat since we watched the documentary because we just like jam out in our apartment um but yeah it's like i was just speaking to my students and already was like emotional so it's it's one of those great things and that's 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 the beauty of of giving back also is it kind of stirs up these really good feelings that you're helping somebody and you're doing it together and um it's like a big warm hug virtually it really is so key takeaway you guys <laughs> watch the pink documentary um i believe it's on amazon yeah um come to our class slash classes you could get a double whammy you could get a double header if I'm you like will so excited about the double header it's gonna be so sick um saturday june 5th i go live at 9 30 you're up at 11. 11. Um, and yeah, it all goes to a great cause. Mm-hmm. So not only are you giving back to your bodies and your mind and yourself, you're giving back to children who, um, really, really need your help. Yeah. So please join us in this effort. I feel like we usually end with something scandalous, but I think we should just wrap it up here. No, And right? just stay tuned guys. Cause Randy, who we've been talking about, like basically in every single episode <laughs> is going to be our guest real soon. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be really great to hear words from the source yeah. of how much she's inspired us and how um, she's got really good advice when it comes to, like, all kinds of good life uh, planning Finances. Things. All like, the things. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to bring a new guest on very, very soon. Um, but in the meantime, you guys, we hope to see you this weekend. We hope you had a great holiday weekend. Yeah, and cheers to being your own boss. Biatch. Boss bitch who doesn't have to be a bitch. Exactly. You can be a good person and kill still with kill it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, y'all. Until next time. Oh, we might be a little bit late on our next episode, by the way, because I'm flying home to New Hampshire to see my mom this Yay! weekend. So I'm thinking we'll probably release the next one on a Thursday as well. So just, uh, you know, sit tight. <laughs> Stay tuned. Wait with bated breath and twiddle your thumbs with anticipation. <laughs> We're coming for you. See you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you like what you hear, make sure you click follow so you're in the loop with all of our new episodes. And please be sure to spread the word to all of your friends.